Amen. Welcome to our 81st Amuna class. We have the pleasure on the live feed we have of Moshe Pelstein just saying hello. And then we're going to have a little intro and we're going to hand it over to him to guide us today towards building the home, our home. We're all very excited for what's going to be in the future. I said this is Amuna as our future is part of our double Amuna Tuesday, trying to build together the ultimate future for all of our people, our, our legacy, our future, our home, our children. And that is the base of Migdash, obviously, but it also means the home within as well, as we'll discuss in our 81st Amuna class in our wonderful studio in Yushalayim. We give a big thank you to our studio team. What What's left of it right now during the summer, we have a smaller team, but Baruch Hashem, we, he came special after having a simcha, so we thank you for, for them for joining us. Baruch Hashem, everything is, is on and live, and we are going ahead, the journey to finding the home or building the home. Last week was finding the home. Today, we're now actually building it because it takes that kind of our mates, especially during the nine days which we're in, that strength, that courage to really keep building. And you'd be surprised online when I posted the uh, the promotion for this, there was an issue on Facebook because it's to do with housing. So it, it gave us uh, an interesting uh, way of describing the concept of what we're talking about today as a housing issue. And a housing issue is a political issue and therefore it wouldn't let us promote on the Facebook platform. So I had to agree to the house, it being a housing issue. Because in a, in a true sense, ultimately, when the basic English comes, it will be a housing issue. Because right now we have a temple there that shouldn't be. And there's going to have to be a third temple there in its stead. But we'd prefer not to go down any political route, obviously. And we're not discussing that. That's not the point of this discussion. The point is the panemius, the inner level, the, these are Amuna classes. And it's about developing Amuna and Torah together, especially right now in the nine days, especially in 2022. And we want to thank all of you for joining us, our wonderful followers, our special guests as well. And we want to give a blessing and dedication to this whole class and everything we're doing to the family of the Pelstein family and their wonderful Achnasus Orchim, as well as the Rav himself, Rav Moshe Pelstein. We only hear good things. People are excited that he's here. People who've been at his home and heard his Torah, people who have been following our classes who heard the previous class we had with Rav Shalom Arash, our host as well. And we dedicate this class to his his well-being and his success on main and also to Rav Sholem Ben Yemna to have a full Rafur Shlema so we can be sitting together, all of us. Amen. And also we have Dayan Algrad as well, all the Rabbonim sitting here and we have a full discussion with all the full uh, Koyach that's available here. Um, we also dedicate Rafur Shlema to Rivka Bas Mashach and Abbas Frida and to the elevation of the pure soul of Gedalia Fenster, his son, he's in the Holy Land right now and he sends his love. He won't be able to make it to our studio or to the Rav because of just a busy schedule, but please God in the future. We appreciate your dedication also to the Rav's teachings. We wish everyone a meaningful climax of the three weeks and Menachem uh, Av should be a time of Nechoma, should healthy, energized summer days and sharing Amuna Global all. Remember that's the tagline, Amuna Global. We want to get Amuna Global. Everyone should be aware of their relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shalom dear Rab Leza, someone wrote. We're just doing some quick feedback and then we'll get straight to the questions in class. 
It's great, so great to see you, Reb Lazer. Thank you, Hashem. May Hashem bless you and Rav Shalom Arish, as well as Hashem bless you, dear Reb Lazer. It was such an embarrassment what happened in the studio, but everyone gets a blessing from it. That was in the class at the Goldsmith just uh, previous week. The uh, studio team were busy fixing stuff, so the Wi-Fi went off a few times, and it was very frustrating for people watching. So I decided if there's a public embarrassment, I'm going to give everyone a blessing, and uh, maybe I'll have Koyach. Great, we love Hashem. Someone else wrote Alexander H. Thank you so much for taking time uh, to do a part two. That's what I did. I ended up doing a second part, which remember this is double Amuna Tuesday. So it always has a follow up class, which today I will be doing from my home at a time to be announced. Right now, I'm guessing after four o'clock. Thank you so much for taking time to take part in this. Yes, it was a pleasure. Number two. And I want to also mention that our guest is most inefficient in his spiritual way that he is delaying his trip to the Arizal to do this class and the uh, Kevin of the Arizal was in Svat and we appreciate it very much we'll hear about that in a moment thank you Rabbi and Sam Hashem bless you it was very good but this was our special class last week about finding a home and the, we mentioned the AZ house of rehab and also the concert with Nissan Black that will be coming in a few weeks beautiful story resilient re, 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 how do we say that Resonance. 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 It's so good to know about the efforts being made to help our brothers and sisters overcome addictions. Yes, to have that resilience, however you say the word, to have the inner strength to overcome addictions is not a small thing. And uh, yes, it was an important class. Mashiach's prayers, Thursday. Yes, I'm being asked to remind you, if you pass me the flyer, please, Rabbi. Um, I just want to remind everyone we have all Jews unite as one. Yes, we are sending Mashiach. Uh, well, not Mashiach, we're sending Hashem our prayers to send us Mashiach now. And that's why there'll be a global tefillah, Yom Hamishi, that will be on August the 4th. I wonder when the editor class will go live, if we'll be in time. But nevertheless, it's always a day to dumb for Mashiach. But specifically, everyone's been asked in Israel, the time is called for, I believe, 11 a.m. And, sorry, 6 p.m. And the Eastern time in New York, 11 a.m. And which is when this class started today in Israel and in australia even in 3 a.m yeah so johannesburg 6 p.m yes it's all going to happen yom Khamishi this thursday this is the uh, 7th of av and august the 4th so join as we shake the heavens above to plead for our long-awaited redemption important that feedback someone here sent back on that point and by the way we're getting a lot of names and a lot of comments to that i pray and pray i pray and i pray every day saying that the mashiach will come my prayers are always lifted up to you the lord his tenderness fills my heart please rabbi may my marriage that it will be completed again she will see my true love and uh come to me i love my wife very much i miss her. obviously they're having a struggle but that's also in a way funny uh, but not funny because it's a marshal for us and hashem with the marriage that we have of Hashem, that we're not fully in our home with our with the Shechina Kadosha, and we're missing that completion of marriage. So interesting that that person asked on the same point. Thank you, Rabbi Orish. These lessons in the Muna have changed me and still are changing my life. May you abide in Hashem's closeness always. Another person wrote, "Thank you, Rabbi Bezrat Hashem." Yonatan Belayish had a beautiful uh, class of rebuilding Yushalayim. 
and we hope to get much more content back up. There's been a delay downstairs on our Breslov.com website. But thank God on all our other platforms, everything's constantly being updated as well as the articles on Breslov.com. So you can always go there and check out the articles or previous classes and come to our platforms on all the general social media places. We're always updating everything, thank God. And then I didn't have to rely on the team. So as they say, if you can't get the work done by others, get the work done yourself. And that's something I try to live up to, hopefully, even during the holiday times coming up. Thank God for these classes. Someone else wrote, I want to thank everyone, our team. And we want to now go to our guests for his special, sincere message and wish once again him success to not only teach us today, but to continue on in the Derek HaKodesh that he's, we've known for. And we welcome Rabbi Moshe Palstein. Thank you. Let's go. Shalom, everybody. First of all, thank you, Rabeli, again. Pleasure and honor. Thank you, Kuchel Chesed. Thank you, all of Kal Yisrael, for the warm words of feedback in the last year. Uh, today is the holy yard site, the time of year of passing of the holy Ariza. And uh, soon after this class, we'll hopefully be making our way from Yerushalayim to Tzfat, to the uh, holy resting place of the Arizal. When I got the email from Rebelli for an invitation to come speak and be mechazek each other, strengthen ourselves together on this day, I figured no matter what plans I had in store, but such an opportune time to discuss in Yonei Emuna and in Yonei Chizuk, things that have to do with strengthening our belief in Mashiach and actual, uh, you know, bringing him, bringing him through our building ourselves, bringing our inner home, bringing the great home, the Mashiach. It's a tremendous opportunity. And therefore, before we even start, he asked Hashem that he should, uh, he should fill up, you know, our minds and souls of Gavaldiga words of Chizik that will be able to inspire all, all of us that are listening here today and whenever it may be that they will listen to this year. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes. So um, the first thing is, if I'm not mistaken, the shear is called how to build the our home. home. The our home, our home. Our home. I was back and forth, the or our. Is it the home, the base of English, or is it also our home? Like we're part of that. Exactly. And it's really yeah. the same thing. The home is our home, the home of base Yisrael, of Kal Yisrael, that we're all awaiting Mashiach and the Beis Hamikdash, which goes hand in hand. When Mashiach will come, the Beis Hamikdash will be restored, will be will be brought down from above into our world, and it has to be in an oifin. It has to be in a in a way where it's not just something that we talk about, but we internalize and actually do something about it. And I'll start off what it says in the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch says, and this is you know for all year, that one who has year Shemayim, fear of heaven. It is appropriate for him at Chatzois, at midnight, all year it's referring to midnight, and the Ari, the Holy Ari says that during the time of Ben Amtsarim, which is the three weeks, it's as well as midday, to be Mesabel, the way the Shulchan Aruch writes is, that means to be pained and worried about our Beis Hamikdash, about the Golos Hashchina. And interestingly to note, if a person is pained and worried, there's two ways to go about it. About it. Imagine a person hears sad news, whether it's by him, whether it's by a friend, that somebody was thrown out of his house, the house was burnt down, he's now in a tremendous state of pain and agony. So either you could just say, oh, I feel so bad, and you really mean it. Of course you mean it. We have a heart. 
What do you mean? You hear somebody else's uh, sorrow, somebody else's pain. Of course we get all, you know, maybe even emotional and saddened by it. But that's not what the Shulchan Aruch says. You have to be mates, you have to be pained, but doyeg, doyeg means worry, but not worried in an oifen that I, in, in a way that I won't do something about it. Worried means that I want to do something about it. It has to be that when I hear somebody's pain, I want to do something about it. And here we're not only talking about somebody else's pain, we're talking about our pain, our home, the the beauty of Claudius role. But but the, 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 this is all about unification, being united, a house that brought all of Claudius role together, whether it was the three times a year, Pesach, Shu, Sukkis. This is our home. This is this is we we become family. This is what makes Claudius role. This house, the base of Migdash which is our father hashem and we you and i all my brothers and sisters around the world become family this is our home you know of course somebody gets married they build their house wherever they live but when you come back to your parents home it's all you and your siblings this is our home this is the home but the besamikdash is our home this is the base of our family and when it's destroyed sadly and we got thrown out of that house whether for whatever reason hashem due to our lack of acting and proper brotherhood we got thrown out and hashem was like i can't deal with this this is a place of family this is a place of love and unity if you guys can act like that then find a new home and then hashem put it into shambles we have to be vidoyeg. we have to worry in order to build it back we have to do something not enough to say oh that was so sad you hear something you get a text somebody was hurt daven for this and you just continue on with your life it has to be no what will i do what am i going to do to make sure that you and i come back to our home, the base of Migdash, together with our Father of great mercy, Avinu Averachman. And the answer to that is, I'm sure there are many answers, but we'll go on the route of the Holy Baal Shem Tov and the Holy Tzaddikim. And there's something very interesting. If somebody reads the Holy Books based on the teaching of the Baal Shem Tov, we all know that this is days of sadness. It's very sad. It's very sad. We're mourning. You know, there's a very stringent halachot as we get into the nine days. But with all of that, we know Tisha B'av, which is the saddest day of the year. The year that the Besamikdash was, the day that the Besamikdash was burnt down. We know that in Eicha, which is what we read on Tisha B'av, we call Tisha B'av Moyed. We call it a Yamtif. To the point that there is even a disagreement in the halacha if a person has to add on toysvis tishabav. That means just like on, Shab- on Shabbos, one has to uh, one has to accept Shabbos a few many a few minutes prior tonight before the shki in order to make toysvis Shabbos. There's a machloikis if you have to make toysvis tishabav. And when I saw the halacha, I'm like toysvis tishabav. Yeah. Why would I want to add on sadness? And you know what the answer is? Yeah. It's not because of the sadness. It's because you have to be toysvis yomtev. Yeah. Tish is a yomtev. Tish has in it a great light and a great simcha. Right now, it's concealed. Right now, it's hidden. That's why right now we have to actually follow the laws of whatever it's necessary to feel this uh, level of... Um, of uh, Availus and sadness, but at the same time, deep in our hearts, we have to know that the second you and I decide to come back to Hashem completely in all of our ways, Hashem will just yank off this blanket that's covering this awesome light and not a new light that has to be created. It's here today. Hey, of is the Yomtev. It might have a blanket covering that light that I don't see it because Hashem is waiting for you and I to come together and accept once again Hashem, His Torah, His mitzvahs, 
everyone in Cloud Yisrael's family, and then it's poof, it's that easy. As complicated as we might think it is, oh, why will Hashem bring Mashiach? Who knows? Now some people say, oh, when Mashiach will come, that means that they really believe that it'll never happen. But if I if I would know it's that simple, I just have to accept again the Torah, the mitzvahs, and have a Yisrael, and do mitzvahs with the Simcha, and understand and believe with the Muna that every single thing that I do for Hashem in 2022, when the Yitzhara is all that much stronger, is so great, and Hashem appreciates you and I. Hashem appreciates us more now than ever before because of the struggles that one might go through that wasn't around before. There was always struggles. But in 2022, with the Yitzhara so strong, coming to the end of time, when you and I are mechazek and strengthen ourselves to do anything in Torah and Mitzvah, any drop that we just push up the volume, in heaven, it's not a little drop. In heaven, there's this bolt of joy that comes up, and the malachim and the srafim up in the heavens are like, whoa, what just happened? And they're like, little Josh just did some nice mitzvah, just gave a coin to tzedakah, just said a nice word to his friend. Saw over there, you know, helped out, gave a package to somebody, and it's huge. And we have to start believing in that every single thing that we do actually really does bring joy above. And what that, that is, that causes me to continue doing more mitzvahs and more mitzvahs. And the second that I do that, and all of Cloud Yisrael does that, Hashem will say, look how beautiful my children are. Look how beautiful, look how, look how, Look how much care they have for each other. Look how much the care they have for me. They really do want to come back home. And with that, Hashem will just pull off the blanket and immediately it's already a Yom Tov, it'll just reveal to us. Wow, amazing, amazing. We're looking forward to that. I want to just give a little shvach, the fun of, if, you, if the Rav doesn't mind, that I have this chus on Shabbos to be a neighbor. And and we all neighbors, because this chus of chesed and Brez of Israel is just five, 10 minutes up the road. It's a pretty big hill, but it's still close. And uh, I have this just to see the Rav come out of Shul, his Shul, the Baal Shem Tov Shul, on uh, Rachov. you have to remind me the name, it's a small Shmaya. And uh, it's amazing to see that the whole Kikhevra go with the Rav, and not just say good Shabbos, but to come back to the house from the Shul, almost the whole Shul empties out into the Rav's house, and a big Shvach to the to Rav's Rebetzin, and also the Mishpocha there, that they're able to do such a Chnasochim. My wife and I are like, always discussing, how are they able to do it? Like, you know, we struggle like once in a while to have one or two, three, four guests. Back in the day, we had many because we were in a, had a smaller, you know, younger kids, but to, to do, we have had such a praise for it and uh should Hashem should give you strength to go weiter because i heard thank god from the people and uh many of the students and but um the words that rob just said were just mummish like the divine providence the flow of everything with we mentioned the new light even which is something we're going to learn later on that's my follow-up class which is discussing my voice's book we're going to give a whole bunch of the books of the Garden of Muna to the shul as a present from us. If the Rav has any specific books, we'll discuss afterwards, maybe in Hebrew as well, like the Kutumaran or something. We have a bunch of these kind of books we can give. Um, but another point is I wanted to mention that you mentioned Tosefta Shabbos or Tosefta Tishuba, which is a Chiddush, yeah? Never heard that concept before. So Rav Sholomarish has changed the campaign from focusing on Avis Yisrael, even though that's still fundamental, and praying for Avis Yisrael, to Chok Shabbos, which we haven't talked so much in the English department about, but the Rav definitely has um, in the Hebrew and Spanish translated versions, because Baruch Hashem, he's, even though the speaking is hard, but he is still able to, with the help of the Talmidim, have a class in those languages. And uh, he spoke about Chok Shabbat also during the shul as well. And 
the idea of Tosef to Shabbos is something which he's wanting Kleisel as another way of helping us getting ready for Mashiach and rebuilding the base of English is by bringing the Shabbos early, it's sort of Marames on bringing Mashiach early. So uh, it's it's very appropriate that there's a concept called Tosefah's Tishabav that we have the idea of adding on to the Moed, to the Zmana Simcha, that it should be. Very, very appropriate. Thank you. So let's go into a question. I've been waiting for many years to get my prayers answered. I pray daily, all day. I'm very pain and emotion in this world and what has happened to, to myself. Uh, I do count my blessings daily, though, and it doesn't seem enough. That's one of the questions. And I just want to add on that we're also davening, as we know, for the base of English. Yeah? We're all wanting the space of English. And we've been davening for thousands of years and generations. So th- to add on to this person's question as a nation, so when is the tefillahs enough that it actually is pulled and brings out about a reality, a change? Excellent question. The first thing is, and that's what the whole Chuchul Chesed is built on, Amuna. And this is very important. Tefillah in Chazal is also called Amuna. Amuna is tefillah. And that is, when a person prays to Hashem, one has to believe that Hashem hears all of his prayers, every word, the deepness of his heart. Hashem sees it all and is listening to one no matter what. And we all have it, and everyone in their own life, and here in the big question, how many years have we been davening for Mashiach? And as the fellow asked, that he's davening for whatever he might be davening. I think this was a lady, actually. Oh, whatever, whatever she, you know, whatever yeah. that, uh, that woman is davening for. Yeah. The first thing is, in order not to get burnt out from the biggest present that Hashem gave us, which is the fact that we could talk to Him. Yeah, today is uh, the Rizal Yard site. Just one Kabbalistic insight, very simple, so we could say it. The Swarim talk about the idea that there's a name at Hashem called Atta. Atta in Hebrew means you. When we say a bracha or we pray to Hashem, we say, Blessed are you, Baruch Atta, blessed are you. Atta is a name brought down in the Holy Swarm of Kabbalah. Atta is a name of rebuilding. Atta is a name of rebuilding. First of all, we see in it, Atta is Aleph through Tav, which is all of the letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And Hey at the end is how a person, the five ways that the letters, the vowels, the verbs are brought out of the mouth. Atta is a powerful name of building. And the fact that we get to call Master of the universe, Atta, is the biggest present. You come in front of a king, we all know we're used to this idea of when it comes to a king, you have to speak third party, you know. But by Hashem, Hashem wants us to talk to him and feel comfortable to talk to him as two friends discussing, having a conversation. Hashem says, call me Atta. Blessed are you, Hashem. He wants us to talk to us, Atta, literally direct figure. And that is a present which is we Whoever we are in today's, you know, existence, a boss of a dumb, a person created of, you know, blood and flesh, could talk to the creator of the world that's been around forever and will exist forever and call him Atta, just talk to him like a friend. So therefore, that's the first thing. We have to have a Muna when we talk to Hashem like a friend, that Hashem is listening. But what happens is the Atara comes and he tries to extinguish that fire, that Amuna. He's like, how many times did you ask Hashem for whatever it was? He's obviously, he's not interested in you. No, that that's the biggest lie that there is. It is not true. Part of the Amuna is to believe 
that Hashem in His ultimate mercy understands exactly when we need something and what the appropriate time for it to happen and when it will be. Some might say, very nice, but I need it now. Hashem knows you need it now. And sometimes that's the test to understand that when we discuss it with Hashem, discuss that issue that you feel with Hashem. I'm talking to you for so long. How come you're not answering me? Where are you? Be on an open field, an open discussion, open tapping with Hashem, with the belief, at the same belief that we have that He's listening to you and He understands you, that Hashem will help us when that time needs, when that time is, whatever He feels right. Sometimes I, with my perspective and my knowledge know that I need something now but this is when we need something called the bittle to our muna, a nullification to our muna, to know that when Hashem wants it to happen a little happen and if it's feel that's necessary just keep on davening keep on davening this is what Ravarish I don't even have to go into it probably so many times discussed in the show so many books on tefillah but just what's right now people don't like to hear this They're like yeah I've davened so many days and so many years but if a person would just leave go of that idea sometimes a person thinks that I'm I need it now. I need it now. Shem's not giving it to me. Leave that feeling. I understand. We all need things. We all need things emergency. Just put for at that time it's feel Take yourself out of the need and put yourself into the into the focus that Hashem, who is the Hakol Yachol, who understands more than I understand and knows more than I know how much I need, what I might be asking for, and just give it over to Hashem and thank Hashem. We know the idea that Rabbi always talks about <laughs> thanking <laughs> Hashem yeah. the whole time. Thank Hashem and understand yeah. that if Hashem didn't give it to me right now, it must be that that's what's the best for me. But the idea is especially now, especially by Mashiach. We don't know because we can't see at the moment until Hashem will open up our eyes. Every tefillah builds. I'll share with you one thing before we go to the next question. Balchuva asked me one time, he said, isn't Hashem bored of the same Shmona Esrei so many times through Shachar's Mincha Mayriv, so many years since, since uh, you know, the Chazal from like the second Shmona Esrei? Ojid by the Rav Tversky show when he was a kid said to him, I've already did 70 years of davening. It's enough now. So he just stood there every time he come to shul and just look around. And he, I thought I'd be Yotzi already. He had such a mindset. I already did enough to feel as it. 70 years is enough. So if only he would have <laughs> known what Arizal says. The holy Arizal says, and I'll give it to you an example. Imagine you have a fellow that he's an architect, a fellow that knows how to draw, someone that knows how to build, somebody that got used to using the tools that he's used to he knows when he has to build something whether he's a builder he comes with his bag of tools his hammer his saw and with his tools that he's been using for years he can build anything yeah some of them knows he sometimes you'll bring in an, an old uh, what do they call them? The builds with wood and everything. Yeah. A, um, uh, and wood got, a wood carpenter. A wood carpenter. Yeah. Bring him new tools of a new time. Sometimes he won't even be used to it. He does, even if it's a brand new tool, his hands are used to his old tools. Person takes the same hammer. Whether if it's a, it could be a brand new hammer. Person takes tools. He uses the tools to build. And he finished building his first project. He goes to the next project. You think the guy will say, what? Why'd you bring that tool? He says, that's how I build it. Yeah, but that's what you used for the last building project. He says, but this is how I build. Says the Rizal, the same thing is with the words of Tefillah. Shmano Esrei, Magen Avram, Atu Each word is a hammer with a saw with nails that they build. Your Shmano Esrei from 23 years ago, Mincha, was not the same as today's Shachris. Every time you dive in Shmano Esrei, yes, the words might be the same, but what you're building is something that was never built before in the history of the 
universe and the opportunity to build it at this time of Shachris or at the time of Mincha, the time of Mayrv, will never be here again. The words Baruch Hashem are tools. So it's not that Hashem is getting heaven for God forbid, bored or we should get bored. If a person comes every single time to feely understands, now pick up your sleeves, I'm going to build. I'm going to build whether it's asking for the base of Mikdash. Yes, when Mashiach comes, you'll see this stone dedicated to Moshe Pearlstein. And a guy's going to say, what? What do you have to do with that? I don't know, but then Hashem will show you. That was definitely Yerushalayim, Mircha, and Davening that you daven. And the next fellow will come and see in the Kodesh Kodeshim, in the Holy of the Holies, a piece of that. That's that, that's for some fellow who knows where. And the guy will say, I, I never did that. And Hashem will show him, what do you mean? When you asked me in English on that Thursday, you said, Hashem, please, I'm begging you. We need you. We need Mashiach. You have no idea what boulders are being built. It's just part of the Bechira, part of the idea that Hashem is testing us right now, especially right before the revelation of Mashiach, to see how strong our Amunah is. We have to believe that every single time we're asking for whatever we're asking, as funny as it might seem, we're actually bringing the Yeshua. We're bringing the salvation. We're building it. The more we let go of our need of, like, bossing Hashem, Hashem, I'm using tefillah to boss you. The more I use the tefillah as of appreciation of an understanding of what a matan of this is, a matnas chinam, a free present, the more I build and the quicker I build it. And that's a tremendous chizik. Go to the tefillah, keep on davening, but don't daven with like, like as if you're the one directing Hashem. Hashem, you said tefillah daven, I daven 497 tefillahs. First of all, as we know from Veschan and Hashem, there is a number of tefillahs that are needed. There's a price tag of how many tefillahs, but if a person just does it through letting go, through bitl, understanding that every tefillah, yes, I might think, I need it now, I need a million dollars, I gotta pay my rent right now. Hashem knows that more than you know that. When a person just thanks Hashem for the tightness, for the idea, for the amuna, for the for the capabilities of davening to Him, you are building, you are creating, and that's why that tefillah, I wish it would be today, why wait till Thursday? Let us all get cloudy, <laughs> roll and say, because the cost <laughs> might go up after anyway. Uh, so let us all use so every this, day. Yeah. Every day, let us come together and daven with simcha, with appreciation. Thank you, Hashem, for giving me lips. Hashem, thank you for giving me the opportunity to daven and ask. And thank you for the belief that when I'm asking, even though I don't see what I'm doing, and I have no idea, I just believe, Hashem, that I'm building bricks, I'm building the base of Mikdash, I'm building the salvation that I need. It might be my shirk, it might be my parnasa, it might be to have children, it might be just happiness, whatever it is, Hashem, I'm building it. And the more I talk, and the more I focus on that speech and connection, the more I'm building and the quicker, hopefully, that's already Hashem, part. We work in the efforts department. Hashem works in the results department. Let's not try to butt our noses in the wrong departments because then we'll get fired. Mm-hmm. Let's just work on our and the effort through simcha, through easy. As they say in business, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. Let's appreciate Tfilah. Let's appreciate Tayyamitzvah. Let's appreciate Hashem. Let's appreciate our neshamas. Let's appreciate one each other and not make it a, a form of, of lachats, of pressure. Oh, I need something. I run to the field. How come it didn't happen? Hashem, I'm going to make my that look. I'm going to make my capability what I could do. And that is, I can't do anything besides ask from you because you're the boss of the world, master of the world. You're the only one that could get me anything. So therefore, I appreciate the fact that I could even have this moment of speech with you, Hashem. Amazing. So that's a very profound truth that we need to be mechazik in true tefillah and that tefillah is a munah. So everything we learn over here is connected to that answer. So thank you very, very much. 
for sharing that, Rabbi Moshe Pelstein. I just want to mention also, Derek Hagab, I had the merit to see Siddiquim like Rabbi Simeon Zilberberg, or um, my own Rebbe, the Tolna Rebbe, or of uh, you know, Ravorish on all the trips and all the Munitor when I was with him 24 7 and saw how every single Ashayatso, every tefillah, every tefillah with such excitement and such Hislavus and Ritsoinus and Kutsufim and all the different words of the Shoinus of like a, a certain tremendous desire to daven and connect to Hashem. It was, it's amazing when you're around Tadikim and I felt that also sitting here to you as well. My heart goes to you all. I pray for your protection, someone wrote. I pray for your happiness. I pray for, your, for you all. I love you, Rabbi Orish. You're a sweet man in search of our Lord. If you search him, he'll come to you. Now, this is where the question begins. I have seen you doing jiddenly. He will come to you. Now, is it sounds seems like beautiful feedback, yeah? But if you read between the lines, and this happens a lot on our platforms, that what does it mean? He will. Who are they referring to? He will come. So here and there, they'll say it straight out. Yoshka. They're talking about what they call Yeshua or Yoshka. We call Yoshka. Um, JC, however you want to refer to him. So how the question is, what do we do about this? What would be an answer from the Rav? on our platforms and we're constantly getting, often I personally just remove when they're very explicit. And sometimes I don't know, it's just hints. They're talking about Yoshka, like they're seeing Ravorish as sort of like a building their Amuna, but the problem is it's Amuna towards not just Hashem, but God forbid, Yoshka. Like, how do we deal with that question? It's a challenging one, no? It's very challenging, it might be, uh, yeah. it might be above me. Above the pay grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe an eighth of just in terms of how do they realize that there really is only one God? Maybe an, uh, uh, just a, an, a, a chizuk to those people because in a way they, they do want to connect to Hashem, they're just lost, you know. I'll give a chizuk uh, of to everybody else that's listening it, yeah. it because this is something which um, yeah. I mean, big people that know more and, and deal with that kind of things, but because you're such good coming out of classes like this, such Kedusha, such a moon of such, how many people have a Kirov to Hashem, a closeness to Hashem, it's hard, it can't stand that. And therefore, they'll always try to take, a, so wherever there's a source of Kedusha, we all know that there's something called Zelu Umazeh. We have so much Kedusha, so much holiness, right, right across it, you'll always have um, a very, very large, the, the exact amount of, uh, of opposition of opposition on the other side. So therefore, the Yitzhara, you know, the, he comes always in such a beautiful place where every, the whole point is just to talk about Hashem and talk about Mashiach and talk about getting close to Torah and Mitzvahs. Somehow always manage to just sneak in there in order to what's called Yonik, in order to be able to squeeze out, in order to delusion some people. We have to remember that this whole thing is all about Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. This is all about one Hashem, and it, anything that the tzaddikim teach us is in order to bring us to nullification only to the Hashem Echad Shema Echad, to nobody else and to nothing else. The whole idea of Amuna is Amuna in Hashem. It's all about the oneness and belief in the existence of the only creator and the only one that has true power of creation, and that's Boire Oilam, that's Hashem. And that's why now, in this time where the the Shechina is, is, is felt to such a low 
platform. Th that's what the nine days is. It, it, it's, it, it's the godliness, the, the, the das, the, the know of Hashem fell so low. This is the time to uplift the Malchus, uplift the Amunah to Hashem, not be delusioned by all the nonsense of all over the world, people that are trying to take away the Emes. People are trying to hide the Emes or sell the Emes short for anything else. We only want to follow the true Emes, which is the Emes of Hashem Echor, Ushmoy Echor, the Torah, the mitzvahs, the true tzaddikim, the advice that the tzaddikim give us. And that, if a person is focused on that, then with Hashem's help, there'll be a siyata deshmaya. And everybody is invited. It's not just that, that's the idea. Everyone should just pursue the truth of the truth. The only truth. And that's the truth of the Torah, Hashem's Torah that He gave to Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's what we've been following ever since through the past of the Tzadikei Emes, a Mesorah, an absolute tradition back to Har Sinai when the Torah was actually given at Mount Sinai. And when a person uh, connects his life to that, so then. Uh, uh, that's true, Amuna. That's that's real. That's Emes Lamito. Emes. Wow, what an amazing class. Before we're going to end off with a little bit of a, a summary of what Rav Moshe Pelstein has brought to us today. If he has a final words before he goes on his trip to the Arizal, we ask him to have us in mind, to have Rav Shalom Ben Yemno in mind and his tefillahs by the Holy Arizal's Kever and all the other Heligus Kvarim over there, the graveyards in Svat. You know, they're more alive than, than many people, you know, the Siddiquim, the, the, the Mason, they're alive, the Chiyas, the energy, and uh, it should praise Hashem, all the prayers should be miskabel, and we uh, ask you to be a shleach for us, as well as all these classes and everything we're doing here, should continue to grow, as well as your shul, and everything you're doing in your in our community, we really appreciate it, and we're, as we said, we're going to be following up which we're actually discussing what you mentioned about Das and knowledge of Hashem, we're going to continue that discussion in our double Amunah class. After this, we have a few stories from Ravorish, from the Chazanish and other Siddiquim about Hanena Das. That's the being the focus. And uh, definitely, and I remember learning once from Rav Sodek that these three weeks are connected to Chochmah Bina Das. And specifically, this week is Das. So it's uh, very much about knowing Hashem and that, that unification, that united soul experience. And that will be Megale Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot, that's when it's all Megala in a revealed sense. But the tefillahs are that it's on a high, even a higher level that we can't even imagine. When the darkness is turned to light, it's much greater. So we're looking forward to these three weeks. Maybe it has already. And we like you so wisely said before, we just need to see the, the veil be removed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just... Um... I just wanted to say something very important. Uh, as we said, we mentioned today's the yeah. Holy Arizal's yard site. And uh, I'll say something, it might be a little deep. And it's above me for sure, but maybe somebody else <laughs> might understand it a little bit. We all know Chazal called the time that we're in Ikvisa de Meshicha. Ikvisa de Meshicha, Ekev means the heel. Ikvisa means the heel. That the levels that the, that the generation that will be at the time of Mashiach is at the heel, the bottom of the foot, compared to the previous generations, all the way by Avram, Yitzchak, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all the way back then, that they were considered the head. It started by the head, and we built the entire, what's called Komash Lema, a full body. We're the last with the, what's called the Makabapatish, the finishing line. Without the heel, the body is not complete. The forefathers started it throughout all the generations, and we're at the Ikvisa. So some people, feel ikvisa we're so low and and we're so we're considered the heel we're being trampled and so what what could we be worth imagine you know the heads or tzaddikim that they're considered part of the heads but those simpletons what do we have we're akev 
So I want to share with you the Avodis Yisrael from Kozhnitz brings down from the Kabbalistic Svarim and it's uh, based in desire and just a very big chizuk. If you take the words Ikvisa and you change the letters, it comes out to the word Ba'atika. Ba'atika in Kabbalistic senses, Atik. Atik is the highest form, the highest form of light. Ekev would mean the lowest, and Atika, Atik is the highest. Like we know from Shalashudis, Atik, Yoimen, Atik is the highest. Ikvisa de Meshicha, even though we might feel that we're at the heel of things, but it's all Ba'atik. It's really connected to the highest light. Now, with this, I'll end with that explanation. What does that mean? We have to understand, in the generations before us, let's say all the way back, Avram Yitzchak later there was a Besamikdash, first Besamikdash, second Besamikdash, the Zohar Kaddish explains to us that that big light that was being created through the good deeds, Torah, Mitzvahs being learned, and that light that was being revealed, keeps on being revealed in the same essence, just in a condensed manner. As we got thrown out of the first Besamikdash, Shem had to condense the tools of that light to a a more condensed platform. The second Mesamikdash got destroyed, even a bigger condensing, all the way to the last generation. That hopefully is us in the Ikvisa at the heel of times. It's a condensing which seems as if the light was illuminated. But the Zohar says Olam is in Hebrew, Olam world has the same sounding as Ola. Ola means uplifting. The whole idea of this world, Olam, was to uplift this awesome light back to its original place. So therefore, you and I, today, hey of Tavshim Pei Beis 2022, where we're holding, today's the first, I think, right? Yeah, first August. August 1st, 2022. When you and I are going to take upon ourselves the yoke of heaven and do Torah mitzvahs, just know, my dear friend, it's as if the Kohen Gadol went in by Besamikdash in the deepest of the sanctuaries. When he performed then and brought that light, we, with our struggles and our level that when we do the Torah and mitzvahs today is still bringing that light. It's not, might not bringing it out through the level of head, but it's bringing that same light through our kalim, through the tools that Hashem gave us, which at the time is Be'ikvisa. But remember, Be'ikvisa, if you change around the letters, it's Batika. It's still revealing that awesome light. So there's no room of giving up. There's no room of Yish. There's no room of saying, ah, if they didn't bring Mashiach, how can I bring Mashiach? It's the opposite. It's you and I will bring Mashiach because we're in the Ikvisa. We're at the times where the struggles are the strongest. I'm going to change those letters and realize that everything we do is really bringing the light of Atik, bringing the highest lights. And when we know that and we act upon that and do what we have to do with joy, even today, even in the nine days, Davin with Simcha, talk to Hashem B'Simcha, Torah B'Simcha, we will merit the ultimate Simcha and we'll see you at the Beis HaMikdosh right away. Amen. So we really built the house here today. Building the home as high as prices have gone up. <laughs> you mentioned that the August the first made me think of the changes of the bustling. Is actually yesterday was August the first, but uh, <laughs> today's the second. second. But the point is that with, with the big base of uh, the base of English and the bias of the base of Boratius, the lave. Please God, we should be blessed with to bring all this light that you brought to our studio, bring it into our hearts, and bring it into our practical lives to to daven and to connect to God, to have a Muna in a real way. And we should also bring some of that kindness that you have towards the thousands of Jews you've hosted in your home into our homes as well, to be able to 
to, to be like Avram Avinu, the Osha Avram of bringing Nasazochim and Chesed, and that's the Mogain Avram and the Chesed of Avram Avinu. We always do our tours during the Pashas of Avram Avinu, and we're still praying. I ask everyone out there, Munatur 2022, we're still praying, Rav Osha, should get the Refuah Shlema of Shalom Ben Yem, that we should be able to do the Torah during Avram and Sarah's Pashas of Lechelcha and Vieira and, and uh, Chai Sarah, and be able to go to Bez Hashem, to America, and to fulfill in person connection with people like Avram Avinu and to bring that light and Saramenu and bring that light to the to the world in in person and by the time we're still thank God pushing away in the studio in Yushalayim and the Ramosha now is our second time guest and we thank him very deeply from our hearts he takes some of the swarm of the Rav with him and please God uh, give it out to his Kahila and Mr. Shema should just grow from strength to strength Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us we'll see you at next week's class Amuna class 82 the truth is i might be away in natanya so i might be having a little bit of hoffish a little holiday excuse me but i'll try to get at least one class up for double monday tuesday next week so we might be delaying the actual 82nd class with the special guest for the following week it's looking like a few different people of uh Halperin might come with some music if lachaim og is in the country or admire stodmeyer um, and any other special people, we're, we're looking into it. But please, God, we'll keep these classes going, and you'll keep sharing the Amuna Global as we asked at the beginning, and we can't wait to see you at the base of English, Bokorov. Mm-hmm. Thank you.